Welcome to the Way of the Nomad podcast, a podcast dedicated to people on their journey to their full potential. What is up? What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Way of Nomad podcast. Today, once again, I'm joined by the special guest, the one and only Kevin Vu from Vision Fitness. What is up, buddy? What is going on, everyone? It's your boy, Kevin, from Vision Fitness. We're back again with another brand new episode of a Vision Inclusive podcast. I'm joined by DJ, and today we're going to be talking about being healthy takes too much time. This is something we often hear as online coaches, and I'm actually super excited to get into today's topic. DJ, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. I love the good weather the last week. I know it's raining a little bit, uh, but regardless, I'm always being grateful for something. So uh, without further ado, let's jump into it. So what are your thoughts on this uh, issue or this common concern about not having enough time to be quote-unquote healthy? Where where do you usually hear this? And like, what what is something that you usually tell people that have this excuse? Honestly, like I hear this all the time. Like I I feel like too many people they come into the space thinking that eating healthy takes too much time, or uh, going to the gym like they don't have the luxury to like spend an hour or an hour and a half at the gym five days a week. And that's completely not true. Like I have clients who work out at home and they only spend like 30 minutes, sometimes even 20 minutes a day and they're making incredible results. So it really comes down to like, okay, what's your definition of I don't have time? Because as much as I like to say this, and this is coming from like a tough love approach, we all have 168 hours in a whole week. So let's dissect that. DJ, would you like to start with that? Yeah, for sure. So, well, since you made that point, did you say 168 hours? Because I didn't, I didn't even know that math, by the way. Um, 168 hours. 168. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, majority of people here work maybe a nine to five, right? Maybe you work eight hours at your 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 day job, uh, and that is maybe 40 hours a week. That's typically the average amount of people uh, time people spend at work. So that's 40 hours. Now we can actually, you know, again, most people sleep. And I think a lot of people can attest to this, sleep less than eight hours a, uh, a day. So let's just say maybe even if you were getting the recommended eight hours a day, so that's uh, what, 56 hours in the entire week. So that's 56 plus 40. So that's 96 hours. And then what are you left with? Quick math. That's what? Uh, 74 hours left? 72 hours? 72. So you're left with 72 hours. That's considering all your time at work, all your time at uh, sleeping, right? Now let's break it down, make it more realistic. Maybe it takes you an hour uh, every day to get to and from work. So that's another seven hours. Yeah, actually, maybe keep note of this, Kevin. If you can keep note of this. Okay, so let's break it down. Let's actually break down time. So what are we left with? So now there's seven hours spent commuting. Yep, so that's 65 hours. So we have 65 hours left. Now, with 65 hours... Uh, what else can we think of? Okay, maybe an hour a day is spent uh, on a lunch break, right? So we'll give you that. A lunch break. You deserve to have a, a lunch break. And we'll, we'll give you that every single day. So that's what? 58 hours left. Yeah, 58 hours left in a week. Okay, we gave you, we gave you a one-hour um, lunch break every single week. Now let's give you actually maybe even an hour of whatever time. Let's give you another hour of whatever time. Whatever. Every single day, one hour of doing absolutely whatever you want. So you're left with now... Uh, 51. 51 hours. Okay, you're still left with 51 hours in a week, okay? Now, what else can you tell us? Okay, um, well, I have to take care of my... Okay, two hours a day. 
let's give you two hours a day taking care of your kids or, or whatever it is. So that's now 14 um, hours, 37, 37 hours. So you still have 37 hours Now we took into account. Now, look, guys, we took into account sleep. We took into account your work. We took into account uh, travel time. We took into account uh, 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 your kids. Uh, we took into account having some time for yourself an hour every single day. Okay, what else do people tell us? Maybe like chores, like they're doing chores every single day. An hour a day, again, chores, another hour a day, seven hours. So now we're at 30? 30 hours. So we're still at 30 hours. Now, what, is, what else do people tell us? So chores. Um, spending time with their significant other. Spending time with your significant other. Let's give you, let's give you uh, two hours. So now you're at 14, right? Two hours 16. a day. Lot, guys that is a lot so now wh where are we at 16 we have now 16 hours now we allocated time not only to yourself not only to your family not only to uh, literally an hour of doing whatever you want uh, we have literally given you so much time to do all these things that we typically get as any as an excuse now we have you said 16 hours yep so 16 hours after all that in a week is left and what do you, you know, what do we complain about? We don't, we can't have an hour a day or even 30 minutes a day. So let's now allocate, let's just start with 30 minutes. Maybe it's a walk, right? So 30 minutes a day for seven days a week. That's what, 3.5 hours, right? Yep. So 3.5 hours out of that. Um, uh, 16. 16 hours. So now you're left with uh, 12.5, uh, 13.5 hours right? Or 12.5 hours? 12.5. So guys, there's 12.5 hours after everything we just took, uh, after everything we took into account. 12.5 hours, right? Now, maybe, you know, you're complaining about cooking, or maybe you're complaining about, you know, not having, finding the time to make your meals. Let's give you an hour for that every single day. So now you still have uh, 5.5 hours after giving yourself an hour every single day to cook, right? And now, what? How much time do we have left? Like 2.5 hours, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So uh, after the 5.5. Yeah. yeah. So after. Yeah. So uh, so now we've literally broken down your ex entire entire week of allocating time to your family, yourself, to your work, to your sleep, to your time to your um what else did we say uh chores we gave you guys time blocks of every single thing that most of the time people say is why they can't do a b and c right so i think with the idea of be not being you know having the time to be healthy it really comes down to a number of things and i want you to get into that so what do you what would you suggest so we just broke it down we just made it realistic to, as to why somebody actually can find the time because realistically most people are not busy are, are not actually uh productive they just are busy and there's a huge difference in that but i want you to talk on that so if somebody is telling themselves right now oh but being healthy it won't fit into my schedule what would you say about that kid yeah i'll be honest like it always comes down to a choice. Like, believe it or not, you might say that you don't have time, but you're choosing to not make it a priority. Like, I know what we just broke down, like 168 hours in a week. That's just an oversimplification. Like, yes, I know some people do work 12-hour days, and you might not have just, you know, eight hours of work. But it really comes down to, if it's important to you, you're going to find a way. 
And what we're saying right now, I want all of you to like break down your entire week. Like what we've just done was just an example. So break down your entire week and see, okay, where are you actually wasting time? Maybe you're spending too much time on social media. Maybe you're spending time scrolling TikToks and watching funny cat videos. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like you should still like make time to like enjoy yourself and relax a little bit. But there comes a point where in time where it's like, okay, you have to find that balance between like you actually working on your goals versus you wasting too much time like watching random cat videos that's not really doing anything productive in moving your life forward, right? So find that balance. I'm not saying eliminate it completely, but if you're, if you say that, oh, you don't have time for the gym, you don't have time to eat healthy, you don't have time to work out, but it's like you're binge watching uh, your favorite seasons on Netflix all the time. Like, how are you finding time for that? But then again, you're not making time for your goals. Like, it makes no sense whatsoever. And this is the realization that you have to have an honest conversation with yourself. Like, if you really want to achieve your goals, like, this is something you're going to have to bring up with yourself, right? So my best piece of advice, if someone says, I don't have enough time, and they're like, you know what, you're right. Like, I am just saying I don't have time, but I actually do have the time. How can I fit this into my schedule? Okay, great. Well, the first piece of advice, I want to say, like, great job. You're calling yourself out, and that's, that's the first step. The second step is, like, okay, what are you currently doing right now that's taking away from, like, your precious time? Are you watching too much Netflix? Are you watching too much net, uh, TikToks? Whatever. Okay, how much time are you willing to allocate towards your goals? Maybe it's just an hour a day, and that's between, like, cooking and going to the gym or like even working on yourself. So even if you spend half an hour, like maybe meal prepping or even uh, the last half an hour to getting a workout in, that could still be super beneficial. So I don't recommend anyone like cooking every single day unless that's something you enjoy. But like a lot of times, I think the misconception is I don't have an hour to cook every single day. So I'd rather just order out and order, skip the dishes or Uber Eats. When in reality, it's like you're wasting more money down the drain right there, right? Like I'd rather have you take two hours on the weekend, like an hour to grocery shop and an hour to meal prep. And you're going to be setting yourself up for success in the whole week. And I've done this with my clients too. And I just want to share this story. So one of my clients, she actually used to eat out like at least five times minimum every single week. And not only that was costing her up to like 300 bucks every single week on fast food, like a lot of the times it's also spilling into the fact that she's having no energy all the time. She's always feeling sluggish. And this bleeds into like her playing with her kids, her being not as productive during work, right? So instead of spending that three, uh, 300 bucks every single week, even if we reduce her grocery bill in half, you're going to be saving $150, right? So just imagine that. You dedicating one hour on Saturday, going grocery shopping, and another hour on Sunday, meal prepping. Not only you're going to be saving $150, but you're also going to be getting back so much time throughout the week because you're not going to be scrounging around thinking about what to eat. So I think that's the kicker there. It's like really making it a priority. I love that. I love that. You just dropped a ton of value right there. So guys, listen to that. So a lot of people complain about, you know, I don't have time to cook every day. I don't have, uh, you know, I don't have 30 minutes every, you know, break at lunch to make blah, blah, blah. So Kevin just gave you guys a solution. And the solution was you can spend either 30 minutes every single day cooking your meals or an hour a day, every, every day cooking your meals, or you can spend two hours on the weekend to actually, you know, set that for, you know, set that investment of time 
to save you more down the road. That's why people invest, right? That's why they invest in money, stocks, whatever. It's to this initial uh, time or money or whatever it is to save you down the line, which is exactly what you're going to, what you're able to do uh, without, you know, again, you can say, oh, it's too expensive. It's too, you know, it's too tedious. But again, you know, you're ordering every single day. It's going to cost you way more. You can be saving yourself hundreds of dollars a week uh, just from doing this. And not only are you benefiting by saving yourself time, because again, you're going to have all your meals prepped out. And, you know, one thing that I just want to add to that is like, okay, maybe you don't want to, you know, oh, I want it kind of like fresh. Okay, so one thing you can do is maybe meal prep instead of once a week, you can try twice a week, right? Because that's still going to save you a lot of time. So you can uh, you can prep your meals three days in advance, right? And then on, on Thursday or Wednesday, you can prep them the following three or four days. And that way, again, you reduce your time cooking from seven days a week to just twice a week, right? So there are so many different solutions that you can come up with if you just look for it. Um, but a lot of times we rather just, you know, get the easy route, which is, again, the reason why we're going to stay stuck and struggling and say that it doesn't fit for us when in reality, we just have to be a little bit creative and you got to be willing to make that initial sacrifice of like, okay, yeah, I could just, you know, click a button and order fast food or I can save money and I can live better and I can, you know, prep my meals on Sunday, right? Yes, it's hard, but that's exactly why, you know, maybe you're stuck right now because you're not willing to take that step, right? Um, I love that. So, Second thing that I want to add on that. So that was tip number one. It was to meal prep on the weekend. Take two hours out of your day, right? One on Saturday, one on Sunday. Or here's a second option. Maybe you're still saying, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't have time to do groceries. Um, you know, I, 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 need, I need like 15 minutes. I'm like, I, that's all I have. All right, here's your second option. There's tons and tons of meal prep companies that, have, that offer way more healthier food, they offer way more healthier options that are pre-built packages that you literally just look at a little list and it says, cook this at this, la, 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 la. You follow it and there you go. You have your meals prepped for maybe three days, four days, five days, however long it may be, right? And this saves you all the time of, you know, prepping the meals in terms of like, you know, cutting the veggies, uh, portioning out the meats. And again, this is another way that you can save time and then take away that excuse of saying, oh, but it's too confusing. Oh, but I don't know how much to get. Okay, boom, here's the solution. It tells you exactly how to do that. And some of the companies we have here written uh, for you, for the audience here that's listening in Canada, we have HelloFresh, we have MakeGoodFood.ca, uh, we have uh, Chef's Plate. Those are just to name a few, but there's tons and tons of different options out there. And the reason why we're you know telling you guys specifically is because you know, we're giving you literally the solution here to every single, you know, excuse that you might have, right? It's like, I don't have time. Okay, boom, do the meal prep. Oh, but I, you know, I don't know how to meal prep it. Oh, boom, here's a chef's plate that literally tells you exactly step by step. Oh, but then uh, blah, blah, blah. Like there, at a certain point, we're like, you can't just keep giving yourself excuses and excuses and excuses. It's not about, at that point, it's not about that you, um, can't do it. It's more so that you're not willing to do it, right? And there's a huge difference in that. Kevin, That's what, huge. What else do you want? Yeah, to I want to add on that too. Is because like I think oftentimes there's a misconception that eating healthy is boring or eating healthy doesn't taste good, and that could not be further away from the truth. 
And if you're just using, holding on to like that notion of like eating healthy is too boring, it's too tasteless, I'd rather just eat fast food because it's more delicious, you cannot be any more wrong. Like you can make some bomb ass healthy meals that are also delicious and it's going to be bettering yourself. Like it's going to help you get closer to your goals. Like yeah. me and my girlfriend, we've actually tried HelloFresh in the past and I don't think we've had one single bad meal. Like I want to say 90% of those meals were like something that you wouldn't consider healthy. But it was like, it was because I'm looking at the calories, I'm looking at the macros, it has a good amount of protein. I'm like, I can eat this literally every single day. And mm -hmm. If you're already spending like 300 bucks a week on fast food, I'd rather just have you spend that much on like a meal prep company such as HelloFresh or like Chef's Plate, whatever we listed. And you're still also going to be saving money while still eating good. So you're not really taking away from any of those experiences. If anything, you're gaining a lot more back. So that's something that I really want to like put out there. It's like eating healthy is not boring and it does not take too much time. It's just your perception about eating healthy that's skewed, and that's why you're not taking action in the first place. Yeah, that's that's a, that's actually a common thing that I hear: fear of missing out on like, oh, but like you know, they're I want I want to go eat out with my friends, and uh, they're ordering like burgers and blah blah blah. But guys, like again, you can make your own burgers. Why don't you, Why don't you invite your friends over for dinner? Make you know, make burgers at home. You can get extra lean ground beef. You can get extra lean chicken. Whatever. Right. And you can still make a delicious meal. Like it's not like I think we far too often overvalue, you know, going to a restaurant versus like, you know, you can have a great time in your backyard. You can have a great time in your living room. You can have a great time with your friends. Right. It's not necessarily the, you know, the dinner spot that's going to, you know, make or break that experience. It's more about like the people you're with. Right. And, you know, these are the things that I, I think we should just revisit all the time because one of the reasons why people are so hesitant on adopting this healthy lifestyle is because you feel like you're going to be miserable, right? You tell yourself, Oh, I don't want to give up this. I don't want to give up that. I don't want to give up this, but how about this? Imagine. Okay. Right now, think about this. What are the things that you're complaining about? How do you feel in your body? How, you know, how much energy do you have now? Right? Ask yourself that now. And, Think about what if you adopted this healthier lifestyle, how would you feel once you start eating healthier? How much happier would you be because you're no longer complaining about being bloated, because you're no longer complaining about not being able to see your toes. Imagine how you would feel when you see the mirror, look in the mirror, and you're confident. Imagine that, right? Because people, the reason why you're holding on to what you know is because, it's, yeah, it's scary to get to the other side. Anything doing, doing something different, Overall, it's going to be uh, scary, right? But think about what you truly want. Do you truly want to stay where you are, complaining about your health, complaining about your back pain, complaining about you know you know feeling like shit every morning, complaining about Monday morning where you're hungover, you because you drank over at Jack Astor's and you had ten shots. Like guys, think about that for a second because if you really look at it, you don't actually want to stay where you are right? You just know that you, exactly what Care to Be Fit said, you don't grow in your comfort zone. You just know your comfort zone, right? It's similar to you, but it doesn't mean that you want to stay there. It just feels normal. And a lot of times people don't think about that. They don't think about, okay, do I want to stay here for the rest of my life? Most people, if they answer that honestly, would tell you they don't, right? So that fear of missing out, I want you guys to uh, deconstruct that 
and, and go inside of yourself and ask yourself, do you really want to stay where you are? Or do you want to get to this point where you're confident, where you're feeling healthier? Maybe you lose the belly fat, you lose the gut, and you can finally, you know, go to social events that you normally wouldn't go to because you always felt insecure. Think about that. I just want to add that on there. Kevin, do you have any other thoughts on that? Yeah, 100%. I, I want to say I agree with everything you just said. And let's talk about the second point now. Um, when it comes to like, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to go to the gym. Because uh, we did talk about like a lot about like eating healthy and like cooking meals. But now let's talk about like the fitness component. So I want to say like with the fitness component, your idea of like you have to spend an hour at the gym every single day is rough. Like you do not need to spend an hour at the gym seven days a week to make progress whatsoever. I have clients who work out like 20 minutes a day for three days a week and they're still making tremendous progress. Like mm -hmm. if you are telling me that you don't have 20 to 30 minutes a day for like three days a week, then it's not a I don't have time issue. It's a time management issue. It's a priority issue. So you have to really prioritize what you're doing when you get into your workouts, not necessarily the duration of the entire workout. Because I'll be honest with you, you can get a really super effective workout in in just half an hour than you just spending two hours at the gym just going through the motions and not really doing much. And let me, ask, let, let me just ask you guys, how much time do you spend on your phone in the gym? That alone will tell you how effective you were in your workouts. Like how much time do you spend in between sets? Do one set, two minutes on Instagram, three minutes on Instagram, do another set. Boom, three minutes. Right, guys, you're wasting a lot of time. I see this so often and it's just like, again, like I want to hammer that point. It's not about the duration that you're in the gym. It's about the quality of time spent in the gym. What are you actually doing there? Are you focusing on the movement? Are you focusing on the muscles you're working? Uh, and in 30 minutes, I guarantee you, you can have a phenomenal workout if you work on, you know, actually auditing the time you spend in the gym, right? Like, do you walk in there and then you chat to everybody? Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. You know, that's fine. But again, that's 10 minutes talking to people, right? That's, that's 20 minutes left. And then how much time do you spend on your phone? 15 minutes on the phone, right? And you actually did five minutes of working out, right? You did five minutes of active workout. And now imagine... You had a timer on your phone that was the only app that you were using. Or maybe if you're a part of the program, you're using the timer app in the, in the actual app. And that was the only thing that you were using, right? You weren't in between sets looking at Instagram, social media, whatever. After that set, you rested for, let's say, a minute. And then right after that minute, you're straight into the next set, straight into the next exercise. And then after 30 minutes, you were able to do four different exercises of three sets. And you actually crushed it, right? Versus spending an hour in the gym, two hours in the gym, thinking that, oh, I need to do two hours or else it doesn't make a difference. No, guys, it's about the quality of reps, the quality of sets, the quality of time that you actually spend there. And again, this I think this podcast is really good because we're kind of giving you guys, because we broke down time, right? So a lot of the issues about time is all about time management, not about actual the physical time limits that you have. Realistically, most people do not actually have you know, a 24-hour fully booked schedule. Let's be honest, right? If we really break it down, let's be honest. Not everybody, like, mo who, who, I think most of the people we even talk to, I like, you can even think about top CEOs. Like, I always, and this is what inspires me. I know top CEOs that talk about it all the time, that, you know, they're running 10 different companies. They're running 10 different projects. They're running a million different things. And guess what they prioritize? Their health their fitness, ask any high level CEO, they prioritize their health. Why? 
because guess what happens when you prioritize your health? You get more, you get more energy, you get more productive, you're able to do more in a day, you're able to produce more. You don't get tired as easily, right? So, you know, you might think, be thinking, oh, but I have to give up health because I need to work, focus on my business. No, because you focus on your health, you're now able to better focus on your business. That's the mindset you guys need to have if you really want to, you know, adopt a healthier lifestyle because your health will positively impact every single area of your life. And until you understand that, until you value that, you're always going to be stuck sacrificing every single other thing instead of your fitness. Or you're going to be sacrificing fitness for every other thing. Whereas, again, you get all the benefit from actually prioritizing your health. Now, I want to jump into what you said. So here's another excuse I hear. Oh, but like, you know, taking too much time to drive to the gym and blah, 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 blah. So guess what? Your body, you don't need weights. You can work out at home, right? Like there's so many excuses of like, oh, but I need a gym. Like, why do you need a gym? Your body doesn't know the difference of push-ups and a bench press, right? If you're putting stimulus stress on your body, guess what? It's going to be forced to adapt. It doesn't know that you're at a gym and you're doing bench press versus doing going on your knees and doing push-ups or going on your toes doing push-ups, right? And <clears throat> this is just another uh, example of how we feed ourselves so many excuses, whereas, again, we just gave you 20 million different solutions. And, you know, at the end of the day, guys, if you're listening to us and, you know, you're, you're thinking in your head like, yeah, these, this makes so much sense, blah, 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 and you don't do anything about it, guys, that is like the epitome of, you know, everyone that's trying to accomplish their fitness goals, right? All the answers are out there. We repeat ourselves time and time again. And guess what the ultimate uh, determining factor between success and failures? Actually doing something about it, right? Kevin, any final thoughts on this like banger of a, uh, of a podcast episode? Because I feel like we just gave the, we dropped the hammer. We dropped the nail. Well, no, drop the hammer. We dropped the hammer. We dropped the hammer on the nail. Filled <laughs> the coffin and we just freaking destroyed your excuses by giving you literally every fucking solution to that excuse. Yeah. So first of all, I do want to say if you're still listening to this, we appreciate the heck out of you and we want you to genuinely succeed. Like we want you to take action from this and do something about like your fitness goals. Because in the end, if you invest now into your health and fitness, you're actually going to be gaining more years onto your life, right? Because a lot of time you're saying you don't have time. Yeah, you, you feel like you don't have time right now. But that saying is true because you're actually running out of years the more you neglect your health. So yeah. if you start prioritizing your health now, the more years you're actually going to gain on your lifespan. The yeah. second thing I do want to mention is that if you got value from today's episode, me and DJ, we actually have a special gift for all of you listening. So if you send us a message on Instagram at either Nomadic Fitness or at Vision Fitness, you can get a free copy of a recipe book. And this recipe book is going to help you take out all the guesswork of like, okay, I don't know what to meal prep. I don't know what to buy. I don't know what to grocery shop for. Like it takes out all of that and it's going to streamline your meal prep process so that you can get better results in your own fitness journey. So if you would like a copy, send us a message at either Nomadic Fitness or at Vision Fitness and we'll be more than happy to send you a free copy. All right. With that being said, DJ, where can they find you? You guys, you can find me at, again, Nomadic Fitness on all social media platforms and Way of the Nomad Podcast on all streaming platforms.
Kevin, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at Vision Fitness, and you can also follow my podcast as well at it, Vision Includes You. Until next time, we're signing off. Peace. Peace. If you got any type of value from this podcast, please share it with a friend, leave a review, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Until next time, this is Coach DJ, out.